Vardy onto Drinkwater. Vardy with the pace again. Here he goes, Jamie Vardy. We've seen it so many times before. And again. Would you believe it? And Huth is there again. And it's three. Robert Huth. Leicester City. Chance for Vardy to run. And Vardy goes first down. Good and strength as well there. Mares has made something of that. It's Mares! 2-0 to Leicester City! Take it down, he's good enough to do that. Good enough to get Chelsea twisting and turning it. Good enough and great enough to score an outstanding goal. Well, if that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. Guys, we're here at the end of the 2015-16 Premier League season. We're going to talk our biggest disappointments and our biggest excitements of the season. Um, we have a new voice on the pod today. One with maybe a more, more wisdom, maybe not. But more sports knowledge for sure. Um, Lauren McNeely, how are you doing today? Uh, good, thanks. I yeah, appreciate you inviting me here. It reminds me of when I was invited over to a friend's house to partake in their weekly ping pong table tennis okay. tournament. And uh, there was just a couple of rules. They said, if you suck, we'll never invite you back. And if you're really good, we'll never invite you back. Well, we're certainly not worried about that. Yeah, so, well, so this could be my last time here for whichever reason sure, you want to believe in. Now, Lauren, what are your qualifications for being with us today? Is it? Well, I did uh, I did coach the U, U3 team in Sorrento okay. for a while and uh, brought those boys all the way up. And we had a glorious uh, bronze medal finish in, in uh, Port Alberni in 2007. So I'd say I'm pretty qualified to be part of this group. I meant less about soccer. I more meant you siring or fathering one of our podcast members and that's nate nate's here with us today as well oh that we should also mention that uh eric borthistle is not with us today he was out bike riding with his parents and there was an instagram post that said he did 50 kilometers i'd like god i heard i'd like to see a map of where they went maybe he meant 15 or something yeah was it all downhill it was all downhill. south end yeah good well, guys, like we said, it's the end of the season, um, and as three big soccer fans, we're here to reflect and see, uh, yeah, see where we've been for the last ten months, nine months. Nine it's a months. long season, long season. So, um, I'm sure, as most of you know, Leicester City completed the improbable upset of becoming Premier League champions, and not just by a hair, but by was it ten points? Ten more? points, yeah. They did lose twice, though, to one team. Do you know which team that was, Nate? Oslo. Do you know who their first loss of the season was to? Oslo. Do you know who their last loss of the season was to? Oslo. Nice work. There might be a little some homerism talk on here. Um, the three of us do support Arsenal Football Club, but that will not taint our no no bias of the here. Season no bias much. here. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great season. Why don't we jump right into our Maybe one of our surprise teams. Nate, Wait a minute. Are you allowed to eat stuff during the thing? For sure. Okay. Yeah, it's good. encouraged. It's encouraged. Yeah. Candies. Yeah. Candies, Thanks for checking. Yeah. Uh, I think we should start off with a with a quick top three stat. So Leicester finished top of the table. Ten points behind them was uh, the mighty Arsenal. And then one point behind them for the 21st year in a row. So Marshall and I haven't been alive to witness Tottenham finishing ahead of Arsenal. 
It was close though, Nate, wasn't it? Like, when's your birthday? Wasn't it on about the same day? Yeah, probably. Wow. So you just turned 21. And oh, they've lost. Goodness. Or Tottenham lost. 21 years in a row. We had them. Bless you. Bless you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you, Nate. We Thank appreciate you. it. Um, yeah. No, it's pretty incredible. Like, going through the season, Tottenham, they had a great season. They've got some great young players coming through. Um, I was a little nervous for a while there that oh, yeah. this was going to be the year that Arsenal finished below them. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. They choked like dogs. Even in the final game day. Yeah. That was, yeah, I, I was uh, actually on an island in the Sunshine Coast that day and was not able to watch the games, but I woke up with a text from Nate saying, Yahoo, or something of the sorts. Check the scores, and yeah, they did not fail to lose 5-1 to Newcastle. Who got relegated, the final by game the way. Day, who also <laughs> were relegated. And there was an eight-goal differential swing in that one day. Yeah, right. Arsenal up four, Tottenham down four. Yep. What, what a great beautiful. day. What a great day. All right. What's the first category? I think we're going to start maybe start off with some of the positives. What, okay. Who was a team, Nate, that that, uh, that overachieved maybe in your mind or just had, had a decent season? Well, um, they finished in 16th, so you wouldn't oh. think that they had a, a great season, but oh. it was the, the mighty Bournemouth. And they just came up last, last year from the championship, and uh, their stadium holds around 11,000 people mm-hmm. as compared to Man United and Arsenal who hold... 50 to 60,000 people. Um, I, I checked out a list of all the teams and their total worth. And uh, Bournemouth came in at 20th. So out of the 20th, 20 teams, they were last at 105 million euros. And Man United was the most expensive at 1.85 billion euros. So I think most people thought they were just going to get relegated right away because they're just such a a tiny club which isn't it's not a bad thing i mean you make it up to the premier league and yeah really at that stage you're really hoping to stay up so they definitely uh, achieved their goal for sure you know what's interesting about them is they played about the same at home as they did away they uh they were minus 11 in both places um but they uh they were basically in lots of games and they didn't uh they didn't get blown out uh in most games so yeah, I thought it was a great season. They were fun to watch. They had some big injuries off the bat, too. Their big signing, uh, Ivorian winger Max Gridel, was uh, either blew out his ACL or broke his leg like second week of the season. And didn't play at all. No, or maybe, yeah, maybe he didn't even get to play at all, which, uh, yeah, that definitely hurt their chances. They brought in ex-Arsenal striker Benikophobe at the end of the season. Oh, yeah. In January, he played great for them, got them some big, uh, some big points down the stretch for sure. Good shout. Is that it, all, it for Bournemouth, Nate? Uh, yeah, those are the stats. Right on. Good for them. L- looking forward to seeing them in the Premier League next year. Hopefully they can sign some uh, some players to uh, help them do it again. Yeah, and I think this this summer there's some sort of TV deal that's been in talks where, yeah. where all the clubs are now in so, like the, the amount of money that they're able to make due to, I think, North American broadcasting and stuff like that. So it is, it is a big deal that Bournemouth was able to to stay up i think that yeah the, maybe the only negative about that is a lot of the percentages will probably go to the big clubs that would be my assumption at right. least is that they're going to get most of the share that's the most games that are played yeah. um for me my uh the team that i was following quite closely this year and that uh i'd expected to do well and they did is uh west ham mm. uh finished last year in 12th on 47 points and they hopped all the way up to uh seventh place 62 points wow. in the season this year um, really fun team to watch, usually involved in some high-scoring games, a lot of English players. Um, yeah, they're a team that, I mean, two years ago they were in the championship as well, and they've bounced back up and uh, 
done fantastic. They move to a new a new stadium next season, the Olympic Stadium built for the 2012 Olympics. It was between them and Tottenham who was going to get the stadium, and I think it shows who's the bigger club. Who's the better club? The better, bigger, better, bigger club in that situation, and that would be West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean they they beat Arsenal, they beat City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Man United. Wow. They didn't lose to any of those teams throughout the stretch of the season. Oh, maybe one loss to Tottenham, but other than that, they didn't lose to any of the top four clubs from last season. Which, uh, I mean, shows their mentality. Maybe they struggled against some of the smaller teams, but were really able to get up for the big games. I think uh, their manager Slavan Bilic was uh, crucial in that. Um, had some great players, Lanzini, Antonio, uh, Carroll, a lot of players that they brought up from a young age, obviously not Andy Carroll. Yeah, made some good um, signings as well. For sure, yeah, shrewd signings so, as well. So yeah, they also, uh, with United's win of the FA Cup, they qualify for the Europa League. And that might seem like mumbo-jumbo to you, but for uh, for a team like West Ham to be playing in Europe next season against uh, against a lot of the big teams in Europe, that'll be uh, that'll be fun to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. They got bounced in the Europa League this past year, but hey, we won't mention that. Right. That was their first good, time in it. Good choice. Well, my team um, that I like this year, I mean, besides Arsenal, of course, was uh, Southampton. Okay. And uh, yeah, they struggled a lot earlier on, and uh, they, they uh, had a difficult time really getting any momentum. And um, I think it's when it's when uh, Ronald Coleman said to, said to his team, we're playing Arsenal. They don't like to get bounced around, play them tough. Sheen Long ran in behind, caused all sorts of havoc, yeah. and then they went on a nice little tear. Is that a three three one win over Arsenal? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like to Ugh. think about that it anymore. Bad. But the last six games of the of the season, so eighteen points up for grabs. They got 16, 16 points. Five wins, one draw. Yeah, yeah it was wow. it was uh, it was amazing. So they moved all the way up to sixth place, and um, I don't think that does that get them in Europe. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Europa. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun and give them <clears throat> some good experience going forward. They got some they got some great players there and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think you know they're they're one of those teams that's they're not in the middle of the fray. Uh, they're out, in a, you know, where you got to do a lot of traveling to get through, get to, and and uh, you know, so it's great that they're in the league and they're doing so well. Yeah, they they're a team that year after year just gets picked apart. Whether it's right. their players or their manager, they always seem like they're going to be rebuilding, and you're expecting them to maybe be in the bottom half. But uh, yeah, year after year, they seem to bounce back and be. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah. just an unreal youth academy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I mean they got picked apart that year that Lalana left and R- R- Rodriguez and yep. and uh, who's the other Klein. guy? Klein. Klein was one. Lambert. Of them. Lambert. Yeah. Lovren was he? And, and they get and they get, they, and then well. they get right back at it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's uh, that's mine. Good. Um, Lauren, why don't you keep going? Why don't you go with a team that uh, that disappointed you this season? Well, even though these guys made it all the way to the FA Cup final, um, Crystal Palace, I didn't think had a had a great year and uh you know they finished in 15th place and um you know it's pretty lack pretty lackluster i i really like alan Pardew. i liked him from the time that he uh he got into a shoving match on the sideline from newcastle and they wanted to disown him there and he just got a great fighting spirit and he can get his players going yeah. and and uh you know st- stick up for them and uh, i i like uh i like his style um and so Crystal Palace fish, finishing in 15th place for me was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, behind teams like Swansea and West Brom, who didn't have good seasons either, I think. Right. I think with so much talent, especially out on the wings, I mean, you have Zaha, Balassi, and Punchin, mm-hmm. and you're only finishing in 15th. 
Well, speaking of Zaha, I mean, he did get knocked around a little bit. He got fouled more than any other player in the whole league. He got fouled 90 times. Goodness gracious. And the next closest guy on his team was the disappointing Johan Kabai. Yeah. Uh, he, he got fouled 40 times. Um, you know, so, you know, he's, he, he, those guys are uh, players that attract a lot of attention. And mm-hmm. with Kabai, you know, he got, he got uh, you know, seven yellow cards. So he was in the mix a fair bit. But, but uh, on the whole... They disappointed. Yeah. Just because they had so much talent, I think. For like sure. Guys like Yannick Balassi, who looked in the first half of the season like he was he was going to be one of the top performers. A little bit of injury trouble, I think, there about halfway through, and then the, the team struggled as a whole without him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's still super fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think there's some good things in the in the future for him. He's mm-hmm. coming to Vancouver in the summer. so July 19th, Nate. Be Playing sh- the Whitecaps? Yep. Just by himself. Yeah. Sign me up, maybe. Um, yeah, the one thing about Kabai, I mean, like he's coming from a, a team like PSG where I'm wondering if his mentality was affected a little bit, like going down to a smaller club in England. Right. Maybe he couldn't get up for the games as much, but uh, yeah, it'd be if he sticks around, hopeful for more bigger and better things from him next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, my disappointing team of the year, uh, it's got to be Newcastle. Um, they're a team, I mean, I haven't been a soccer fan. I mean, I, I guess past. 10 years been following soccer pretty closely but before that I know Newcastle was they were one of the juggernauts in English football and I think their fans expect that year after year right and it's almost I don't want to say it's funny to watch but like they struggle year after year to to retain their managers they bring in players all the time and it always seems like they're underachieving like they brought in they spent uh 50 million uh pounds in the summer on four players um, Wijnaldum was a good signing, but then you had guys like uh, Thalvin and Mbemba who were just just useless, pretty much. Um, and then in the summer, you bring in Townsend and Shelby, who struggled too, as long uh, as well as manager Rafa Benitez, who, right. I mean, he's managed he's managed Real Madrid, Liverpool, Chelsea. Like he should be one of the best managers in the world, and he couldn't keep them up. So they'll be playing their football next year in the Championship. Uh, I, I could see them bouncing back fast, depending on how many players they retain, but. Um, they will. They'll be right back. You'd, you'd like to think so, yeah. Well, I don't like to think so, but no. <laughs> they will, I think yeah. they will be back. Yeah. It's nice to see them get punted. Yeah, oh, and I'm sure the Sunder, Sunderland, Sunderland fans love to see them go down. Um, huge Northeast rivalry there, obviously. Yeah, they flew a plane over the uh, Newcastle Stadium on their final day, basically yeah. just saying, have fun in the in the championship. Some, say, <laughs> some were saying it's a low blow, but I mean, I think that's the reality of it. It's like, if you don't want them flying the banner, don't get relegated. Yeah. You know? It might have been the motivation they needed to yeah. trounce uh, the Spurs. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I went with the uh, obvious pick for a uh, disappointing season, but disappointing in a good way because uh, Chelsea are, aside from Tottenham, they're the scum of the Premier League. And um, last season they had 87 points to win the league, and then this season they dropped to 50 points. Nate, I think it was Gandhi that said, I hate Tottenham because I'm an Arsenal fan. I hate Chelsea because I'm a human being. <laughs> and I think that's, I mean, the wise words of Gandhi, I think we can learn a yeah. lot from. But well, yeah. Crazy disappointing season from Chelsea. I mean, especially with uh, Jose Mourinho at the helm because he's the the special one or whatever they call yeah. him, and he ended up getting sacked halfway through. And um, yeah, a bit of a spoiler for next season. Mourinho might be tearing apart Man United. Who knows? You know, I I, I think he's the type of mentality they need. Like he's he's going to be hard to deal with. The players are gonna have to put up with him. But I honestly think he'll do better than the LBG at Man United. Like, where do you think Juan Matt is going to go? 
That's a good question. Very good question. Uh, back to Spain. Maybe we'll go back to Spain. Go back to Valencia. Go yeah. back to Oviedo. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, Nate, you picked Chelsea. Like, you could take any player on their team, maybe other than Willian, and put them as your disappointing player for the season. Right. right? Yeah. So many players. Um, they had some injury trouble. I mean, Kurt Zuma was a big loss early in the season. But guys like Pedro, who they brought in for $30 million, Eden Hazard, who was the player of the season last year. Was yeah. he not? Maybe. Yeah, he player, was. He was. Or young player of the season. Um. Yeah, I mean that's what a drop off for a club to go, go almost forty points. But I, I think a team like Chelsea with all the quality that they have, they can come back next year and easily challenge for that for, sure. for well, that title. Think about that game against Tottenham. I mean that was an exciting game. Yeah. I mean it was a bit of a foul fest, and uh, they they uh, dished it out and uh, and they hung in there. And that goal that Hazard scored to el- yeah. eliminate Tottenham yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, he's got to be the best dribbler in the Premier League. Like he just yeah, amazing. Um, it just shows like when. I mean, obviously they're up for that game. They don't want to see Tottenham win the league. Tottenham still had a huge shot at winning the league during that game, and Chelsea performs like that. Like, they played amazing, right? Yeah. So I Yeah, yeah from 2-0 down to have the mentality to come back. Yeah, it's a team you definitely can't sleep on next year. I believe, like, they were my pick to win the league this year, and obviously that got blown. Did they finish right. ninth, 10th, what were they? 10th? 10th. Yeah, tenth. like, come on, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Um, yeah, well, now we've spoke about teams. Now on to players. On to players. Nate, why don't you... Uh, let's start start ugly, and then we'll end on a bit of a high. So my disappointing player of the season is a guy named uh, Memphis Depay. He's from from a uh, uh, Dutch team, PSV, and he came to Man United this past summer for 25 million euros. And he ended up playing 29 games, didn't start all of them, but he played in 29 games, and he got a whopping two goals and zero assists. Yeah. So that yeah, that there's guys out there like like Riyad Mahrez we might talk about later, and he was two hundred and fifty thousand, and then you got a guy like Depay coming in for twenty five million and just playing like complete complete garbage. I mean, I mean he's young and and he'll probably improve, but but they might he for, might not have a chance. There's a lot of talk about him being out of the club this summer, which like yeah, I don't think like from what I've seen, England isn't the place for him. No, and that's a great point, actually, because in Europe, he his stats are actually pretty good. Like, I don't have them in front of me here, but I know in both the early stages of the Champions League and the Europa League, he, he was able to bang in the goals. Right. And even a clutch, he had the, the winner against, oh boy, Wolfsburg? Yeah, I don't know. And he was, he was the leading uh, goal scorer in the Dutch League last year. That was kind of what attracted Man U's yeah. attention to him. And even in the World Cup, he was kind of like... The, the power, the super sub off the bench for, for Holland, who had quite a good World Cup. So he, he's got talent, but it just seemed like he couldn't deal with the physicality of the Premier League. Yeah, yeah great great show. My, uh, my disappointing player comes, hits pretty close to home. One of my favorite players, uh, Aaron Ramsey for Arsenal. What? Um, Interesting. I've never seen a player hit so many shots and, like, my heart doesn't even move. I know it's going wide. I know it's going over. Like, my dad would be like, oh, that was close. I'm like, no, dad, it wasn't. It, was it wasn't going to hit the ball. Um, yeah, he, back in, was it 13, 14, he had an amazing season. Um, just couldn't stop scoring for Arsenal. And, yeah, five goals, four assists in the league. A lot of those came in uh, in bigger wins. Uh, yeah, he, I just found he didn't affect the game as much as I would have liked. Like, mm. usually, he should be one of the best midfielders in England. I mean, he's... right. Even when he plays for Wales, he's the dominant player in their team, along with Gareth Bale. Um, yeah, I hope hope for more from him. But with Arsenal, you've got, like, because I think Ramsey's better in the middle, but you've got sure. guys like Wilshire, Ozil, Cazorla. They just signed... Cockland, uh, you need Cockland there. Jaka. Yeah. 
And so I just I just don't know if there is a, a place for him on Arsenal. Well, obviously with the injuries, he's going to be back in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think you know, it would be a little rough on the guy. I mean, he, he was the – he had got the third most shots of any other Arsenal player. That's and, what I'm saying, third most shots. And, and, he the, scored. and the fourth most on, on target. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he did okay. He got – yeah, I think I think honestly it's just from more of a person. Like I could have gone with Oxlade Chamberlain. Theo didn't Walcott, play that many games. Theo, Theo Walcott. Walcott, man. Well, he got five goals, same as Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. I just thought I think from a guy of his stature and stuff, he should be affecting the game more than he was. Um, yeah. I uh, will see. We'll see in the Euro. Well, yeah, I'm not not giving up on the guy. I'll, I'll be cheering for Wales in the Euro oh, yeah. this summer for sure. It's gonna be a great game against England in their group. Um, Predictions. We're, oh, we're going to have a full pod on Euro 2016 <laughs> predictions. I wouldn't worry about that. Man. Okay, so my my underachiever of the year, he's a young guy, so I feel a little bit bad picking on him. And, you know, he does have quite a nice hairdo. I think he spent more time working on his hair than he did on his uh, on his game, and that's uh, Grealish. And uh, Jack Grealish, uh, not a huge guy at 5'8", slightly taller than my son Nate. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> nice guy. Shots yeah. fired. Yeah. <laughs> But you know he's twenty. He's twenty years old. He's still he's just coming into it. But I had expected some great things from him. Uh, and you know they subbed him in here and there, but he really didn't do anything. And uh, you know Aston Villa as a, on a whole didn't do anything either. <laughs> so you know he didn't have the guys around him that were motivated to to play, mm-hmm. and he wasn't that guy to motivate them. Um, so he was one of my disappointing guys this year. What was the one stat with him, Lauren? With the 16, 16 games played. Did they lose them all? Oh yeah, that's right. He yeah. he started like nine of those and came on the came off the bench on seven or might might have been turned around. But he, he in all sixteen games he appeared in. He, didn't they just they didn't just draw? They they lost. Lost wow. every game. He scored one goal in his sixteen appearances. And uh, Lauren, you love the goal difference. A goal difference of minus forty nine this season in the Premier League. That might be the most other than Derby's well, one infamous season. I mean, that, that was brutal because, um, like, if you look at the point differential between all of the all of the teams, there's a big there's a big uh, spread between number one and number two. Um, but on the bottom, between nineteen and twenty, there was a seventeen point spread between Aston Villa and Norwich. And right. that's just unacceptable. Yeah, it's, Norwich had twice as many points it's as uh, Aston Villa. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what none of us had. Aston Villa is a disappointing team because I think they were almost destined to fail. You lose Benteke, you lose Delph, right? Um, big losses, obviously. Uh, yeah, and you're bringing in guys. You bring in Jordan Ayew, who is less than impressive. Uh, Rennie Gusted. I don't know if you guys remember. He had a good start. I think he scored on the first day. Did score on the opening day. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice <laughs> header goal against the mighty Bournemouth. Yeah. Okay, was it against Bournemouth? It was in Bournemouth. Love it. Love that hard hitting journalism. Mm. Uh, Nate, who was your surprise player of the season? One one guy that really impressed you? Well, it's been it's been said of old that the Earth is covered seventy percent by water, and the other thirty percent is covered by N'Golo Kante of the mighty Leicester City. Uh, he's a signing from uh, a, a low level French team. Not sure how to pronounce it. Kane Kane in uh, League One, and they signed him for five point six million euros. So you could you could have one Memphis Depay on your team, or you could have five Contes. You be the judge. Um, yeah, just a a powerhouse defensive midfielder. Uh, no team could seem to really really uh, shake him off. No injuries that I know of throughout the season. He was a very consistent starter for Leicester. 
and yeah, I think he was a he was a huge part of their their title victory. Uh, at four point seven tackles per game and four point two interceptions per game. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't think he had any red cards either. Like he uh, he uh, got yellowed a couple of times, but he um, he didn't ever get kicked out. Yeah, and I think he really responded well to Ranieri's uh, midfield uh, system, which is a three man system, as you know, Nate. Right. Uh, who's in the center? Uh, Drinkwater. Drinkwater is in the center, and Conte plays on the right side, and uh, Conte plays on the left side. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a guy who does it all. I mean, obviously Vardy, Jamie Vardy, right. is going to capture a lot of the headlines with his goals, and Mares with his goals and assists. But uh, a lot of people would argue that Conte was the player of the season this year. Really held that team together, made them hard to play against. And uh, yeah, people were worried when when Leicester lost. Uh, Cambiasso last year. Okay. Big name midfielder um, who was going to fill those shoes, and obviously Kante, and I yeah. guess Drinkwater too, really stepped up. And then Okazaki as well had a great season. Shinji, love him. Matt loves, Matt will love that Okazaki showed out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Matt. <clears throat> Lauren, who would be your player of the season? Boy, I hate to go with somebody obvious, but Payette was, oh, yeah. was really fun to watch, and he made everyone around him better too. And um, you know, I, I think when he when he comes and he and he puts that kind of effort in, and he sees the he sees the field differently than than uh, a lot of other players. Made some great passes, scored a bunch of goals, nine free goals, kicks. I think. Free kicks. Oh, man, I mean, that, that one free, free kick, kick. I think the goalie's yeah. still looking to wonder how that yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. It looked like it hit a bird and then turned left. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, that was spectacular. So Payette was was great. Marshall, you mentioned a bunch of West Ham players already. I, I do like Mark Noble as well. Um, He's a bit of a cruncher, and and, and he's a you know, goal scorer as well. Still no love for the England team, though. Mark Noble is yet to be capped by England. Yeah, really? Well, well, guys like Marcus Rashford and even like... Even, uh, Delph. Delph. Oh, my goodness. Don't start me on Delph. But even like Wilshire, he's played one game this season. He gets into the squad. Right. Mark Noble has a great campaign, and he can't he can't crack the squad. And, I mean, I'm obviously, we're Arsenal fans. We're going to vote for Jack yeah. Wilshire, but, like... Yeah, I, I don't see how that, that makes sense. I think Wilshire on his day is England's most dynamic player. Oh, yeah, by a landslide. Um, well, obviously, Tottenham fans are screaming at us about Deli Alley and Kane right now. But, um, yeah, anything more on Payette there, Lauren? No. Well, I think speaking, no speaking on, on, uh, on caps for, for my pick and your pick, Dad, Conte and Payette, it's cool because they're not, they're not young guys and they've never debuted for their country. And then because of the seasons that they've had, they're in the uh, France squad for mm-hmm. the Euros, which are in France. So just a super cool opportunity for, for guys like Conte and Payette. Yep, for sure. Yeah, they've played themselves into the squad for sure. Um, I guess speaking of playing yourself into the squad, my surprise player of the season uh, was Della Alley, young Tottenham midfielder. Um, pains me to say, but what a, what a great season. Like Scored yeah. some absolute thunderbolts, uh, 10 goals, 9 assists. For uh, for the mighty Spurs this year, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what more to say. Obviously, he he seemed to lose his head a bit with a few games in the in oh, the season yeah. remaining. Sucker punched Jakob. But then again, all of Tottenham really lost their head. True, with a few games. And Jakob Jakob deserves to be oh, punched. Up. I can't. St- he's one of my least favorite <laughs> players in the Premier League. I can't stand him. But um, obviously, that doesn't excuse the fact. So he was he received a three match ban. And missed Tottenham's last three games of the season, which uh, which they need the points on those. <laughs> they uh, yeah. Yeah, so obviously, Del Alley, just quick shout-out to Harry Kane. I fully expected him to choke this season, and he scored the most goals in the league, 25 goals. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird sitting here knowing that like somehow Arsenal finished above them. Like, yeah. I, I, there's little positives to look back on for Arsenal. Obviously, like Ozil is a wizard. A, a wizard with his assists and everything, right? But 
you, there's really not as many more standout players. But yeah, the table don't lie, as the they table say. Table don't lie. <clears throat> is that uh is that it for our I list? I think that's guys? what we had uh, wow. stats wise. Well, I think it'd be kind of fun to come up with a, a word or a phrase to describe the season. Okay. For for individual clubs. Okay. Um, or we could do it the other way around, where I throw out a phrase and you guys pick a pick oh, a team. Let's do both. Do okay. start, start it up. Okay. How about uh, joy infused session for little money club? I thought that was, it was supposed to be one word. No, it's a phrase. Joy infused session. Yeah, for a little money club. Lester. Yeah, good one. <laughs> okay. 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 How about um, forgettable? Forgettable. Uh, West Brom. Who? <laughs> yeah, true. Is that you, who it was? I don't know. How is about, there a right answer? <laughs> no, this is good. How about you've got split personality? Chelsea? Hey, why not? <laughs> How about uh, Passion Lacker? Passion Lacker. Man City. Austin what? Villa. Oh, yeah. Mine would be Man City. I think Man City, with the talent they have in their squad, especially in the Champions League, actually. They did great, better in the Champions League this year, but it looks like they... Well, the game that they played against Real Madrid, yeah, like they were down a goal, and they looked like they yeah. were all right with it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I agree with that. All right. Last one for me. Rotten Cherry. Isn't Chelsea and Tottenham together? Tottenham. I wanted Tottenham to be in there. Isn't Tottenham, someone's yeah. nickname the Cherries? Is that Bournemouth's nickname? So they are a yeah, very yeah, yeah. they are a very ripe cherry this yes. season, oh. I'd say. Okay, finishing in sixteenth while the rotten finished in third place. <laughs> hey, and we've been hard on Tottenham. Uh, they deserve it, but hey, it's going to be an awesome season next year. I think with Mar- if Mourinho possibly going to United, Pep coming into Man City, Conte to Chelsea. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't and say the that. mighty Arsene Wenger for Arsene. at the helm for another thirty years, boys. <laughs> hey, you can't argue with success, boys. What's wrong with age? That's the thing. I Mental think- toughness. I genuinely think that the mentality with sports is completely different in Europe. Like, for me, like, if Arsenal finishes second, like, that's a good season. But yeah. in, in Europe, I think the mindset is first or nothing, right? And so I think this guy who's done so much for the club is being beaten up so, like, you know, unfairly. Well, they change their managers. Like, yeah. 50% of the managers get changed out. Yeah. You think about other, other sports. Think of the NHL. Think totally. Of, think yeah. of baseball. Yeah. And they keep their managers for a long, long time. It takes yeah. some time to develop and – yeah. You know, get a system. Yeah, for sure. Well, even Tottenham, like, Tottenham's going to do well because they're saying we're committed to this system for the next yep. five years. Right. Yeah, he's, he he's, signed a five-year. Yeah, every deal. Nice. Yeah. And he's a dirty player, and he's teaching all those other <laughs> dirty players how to play. Yeah, like Eric Lamella. Oh, oh goodness gracious, Musa Dembele. Don't oh. get me started. All right. I'd say Lamella is the worst. Oh, he is. But oh, was that your hand that I just stepped on? <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry. Huh? Uh, let me get that elbow out of your eyeball. <laughs> Okay, where are we going here, folks? Uh, well, I, think, I think it's about I think time that to, wraps it up. If people are still listening, people have listened to this for thirty minutes. Nice now. job, people. Good work. Um, yeah, we, we'll be uh, we'll be dropping some new pods. Hopefully, Eric will be back. But Lauren, it's been great, great having you on the pod. Well, well you know, I like like being here, boys. Thanks for inviting yeah. me this once. Yeah, I'm we, not sure which category I'm going to be in, but I'm pretty sure I'm not getting invited back. <laughs> hey, there might be an all McNeely show. No, never mind. What am I saying? What am I saying? We don't know how to work with the you, technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, when Matt gets back, yeah. all right. Well, hope your summer plans are coming together. Uh, yeah, we're hoping to put out a podcast. We said every week, but we realized that's impossible. It's been tough. So maybe bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Would be a good goal. Good. Um, yeah. We hope you enjoyed the intro. That took 
uh, hours to put together. Not by us, though, by Eric. By like, Eric, yeah. who is not recording with us tonight. No, but we'll be editing the pod because he's the, the only pod one master. Pod master. Shout out to Eric. The pod father. Pod father. Part good. two. Part That's two. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us again. See you later. Bye for Bye. now. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.